Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. It is great to be with you today, and it is Friday. It is time for the patented Premier League Pundits Preview and Prognostication and Pick Show. Uh, think of it not as our triple P, but as our, I don't know, quintuple P, whatever it is. It's your very own way of getting through any financial hardships you might have because our picks are so great, you're going to want to take them to the bank. Of course, we're talking Premier League football today. I'm going to welcome back to the show special guest this week, Nick Webster. Nick's picks are particularly good, I might add. There's a big matches coming up. Leicester-Chelsea being a big one that we're certainly going to want to discuss. And Liverpool-Arsenal, Man City-Everton. Lots of really good stuff to talk about, of course, the soap opera that is the Premier League. The greatest reality show on earth continues. If you're listening on the American Forces Network, I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform to the show. It is great to have you with us. And if you're listening on one of our the multitude of our digital channels, iHeartRadio, tune in. The award-winning SiriusXM app, it is always wonderful to be with you. And the good news, if you've been waiting for the podcast, there was a break of about a week on the podcast because we went to a new back end at the Believe BLEAV Podcast Network. It is all done, squeaky clean. Today's show will be up as soon as it's over, so you can download it and listen uh, at your own convenience, whether you're in the car, at the gym, even on the loo. Uh, just don't tell me about it, all right? You can listen to the show, and you are going to want to listen to this one. This is the most popular show we do, the Friday Premier League show. Also, NBC re-up with the broadcast rights of the Premier League for another multitude of years. I don't know if that's good or it's bad. I kind of miss the old chummy feel uh, that we used to get with Fox when they did the Premier League. It was, uh, I think, a lot more fun. NBC's a little bit stuck up, if you ask me, but... It's all good coverage, and uh, I do enjoy seeing the matches on 4K uh, when I can. Anyway, that's what we're going to discuss today. Premier League football going to give you our picks and previews of every match in the Premier League. That's Saturday and Sunday. We've got a whole slate of them. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. We'll pick up Nick right after the break. In the meantime, I'm going to step aside. Be right back after this. Welcome back, World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and Sirius XM. Nick Eber with you here on this lovely Friday as we get ready for our Premier League preview show. We're going to give you all the picks that you could possibly want for this weekend in the Premier League. And uh, Nick Webster is actually with me, but he's quiet right now. He'll be piping up in just a moment. But look, if you're going to go place a bet, and I, I, betting on sports is a lot of fun. It kind of spices up your sports watching. Do it responsibly. Don't bet any more than you could afford to lose. Uh, but look, if you are going to bet on sports, there's no place I recommend more than my good friends at Bet Online. I've actually been betting here for a long time. Easy to get money in, easy to get money out. Everything is super professional, and they've got everything you might want. And they are back with a brand new web interface right now the start of both the basketball season and of course we've got champions league and premier league they've got more props odds and lines than ever before 
They are your number one spot for all your sports betting action. So head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50%, you win already. Just use promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus from basketball, football, that's American-style, college American-style football, baseball, postseason, all that's done, of course, with the Atlanta Braves winning, NHL boxing, UFC, they've got uh, tennis, golf, of course, all the footy you could want, Premier League, Ligue 1, Serie A, Bundesliga, Moroccan 7th Division, they've got it all for you, as well as the Champions League, Europa League, and all of your favorite FIFA tournaments. Plus, they have casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the incredible offers available for you. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet your sports. And it's where the game starts. Nick Webster, welcome to the show. The show doesn't really start until you join in. Well, if you'd shut up, I'd be able to join in. Um, what was that? What was that promo code again, Nick? Believe fifty. B L E A V five zero. B L E A V. Believe, like I believe in World Soccer Radio. B L E A V. Because we are almost a religious cult, quite frankly, Nick. Well, I, I seriously, I mean, uh, I, my, my day wouldn't be complete without hearing the dulcet tones of Nick Geber. And thank you once again for having me back on the show. You must be really scraping the bottom of the barrel to go back to the Webster well twice in a week. I know. Well, Nick, my parole officer couldn't even make it to co-host. So, you know, you were the next call. (laughs) So look, the big... Nick. Nick, the big news in the world of uh, football here in America, of course, is that the NBC have signed a new six-year deal with the Premier League for, I believe, it's $2.4 billion, which is a not insubstantial sum of money, I might add. But I, for one, um, while I won't criticize NBC for doing uh, a very professional job uh, with the Premier League, which they do, there's just, just something for, for me, and for me personally... Um, it's just it's just a little too corporate for me. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the corporate aspect, you've hit the nail right on the head. It does, you know, look, the coverage is great, as, as, as you mentioned in your open and the 4K coverage and all the games and whatnot. But it does feel a little bit stuffy. Um, you know, look, the, the pundits... Rebecca's wonderful, Robbie and Robbie, you know, I mean, obviously they've, they've, they've paid their dues and they, they've played in the Premier League. But just every once in a while, I'd like them to maybe step out of their suits and, and just shake it off a little bit because uh, it, it does seem a little samesy, you know. Yeah. Every, every week you tune in, it's, 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 a, it's, you know, the games change, but the, the content doesn't. Well, I just think they're trying to do too much of an NFL-style approach with it. Um, again, this is entirely a personal thing about what you like and what you want. Uh, one of the things I enjoyed at Fox, and you and I were at Fox when we had the Premier League, of course, was the kind of homey morning pub type of feel that Fox really wanted to put out accessibility even when they do their nbc on location their fan fest days it just seems like there's that wall you know there's still that big yes. wall there um and, and that despite the fact that they may be surrounded by you know 50 fans or a thousand fans 
uh, who are there to watch the game. It just seems so staged to me. It just doesn't seem natural. I remember at Fox and we did it at Gary's Pub. Do you remember that one? Uh, what was it? Yeah, uh, uh, the, the Fox and Hounds. Hounds. I mean, you know, that was a real... There was no wall up. I mean, we were broadcasting literally with thousands of people milling around, some of them walking in front of the camera, <laughs> you know, everybody a little drunk. Uh, it was, uh, it, I just think it had a real different feel to it, Nick. Oh, look, I couldn't agree more. I think that what NBC have done is, is like you say, it's, it's, it's spectacular, it's big, but it also, they're all on a pedestal and it's like, we're the experts, ha! you're just the peons. And right. I think what Fox did at, at that moment in time when, when we were there was to make it very accessible, to make the fans feel like they were part of the production, they were part of the show, they were important. And uh, I think that's something that NBC is missing out on. But when you've paid $2.7 billion, I guess you're entitled to do it any way you seem fit. The, the interesting thing for me, though, Nick, is that you know they've they paid a lot more money than they did in uh, 2016 when they when they re-upped, and the fact that CBS, ESPN, and Fox were all sniffing around trying to get a piece of the action uh, leads me to think that NBC is looking at the Premier League as a sort of cash cow. Yeah, well, it has to be because they're, they're very, very stable viewership numbers at a good level. I think there was 609,000 uh, across the platforms on average for all the games they show. Think about how many games they show. Obviously, a Liverpool-Chelsea or a Chelsea-Man United or a Man United-Man City or a you know, Liverpool-Manchester United are going to get massive viewership numbers. But then, you know, you have to think you somewhere in there you've got a Norwich-Burnley, right? Uh, so... Uh, if you think about the average of the viewership numbers, those are very, very solid numbers across all the games over a Premier League season, and there are a ton of them. So, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's one of these things where it's all, it's fantastic sports programming for them. Now, they are getting rid of NBCSN. They are getting rid of the NBC Sports Network, and they're not replacing it. So what they're going to be doing is playing these matches across the various NBC TV properties. So that's one of the reasons I was sort of surprised they bid as much for it as they did. Yeah, well, look, we're going to see a lot more games on Peacock. Yeah, yes. Great name for a chat. Um, you know, you, you mentioned 609,000 viewers per game, and I, th I, just want to, I just want to give some comparisons. So back in the day when uh, you and I were at Fox uh, in, in the early 2000s, we would average around 75,000, 80,000 viewers right. a game. I know that uh, Fox probably wasn't, certainly Fox Soccer Channel wasn't as, as accessible, but uh, you can see how the, the growth of the game in the last 15 years has really ramped up. Well, Nick, I'm pleased to say no, uh, you know, uh, with a big help from people like you and me and a bunch of other people that you don't see anymore on the TV doing uh, the Premier yeah, when, League. When are we going to get our due? When are we going to get our credit for like actually growing the sport? In well, country? it's funny, you know. I, I but they don't have the uh, the Men in Blazers show anymore. I notice uh, that was a bit of a rip off of uh, Fox Football Friday, if I might oh, say. It was a complete rip off. So you know, I I, I spoke to um, what's his name, um, the 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 uh, the balding chap. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I I actually had him in in my house, and he 
raved and couldn't stop throwing platitudes saying you guys were the greatest you really helped you know grow the sport and if it hadn't been for you guys and he's talking about you nick and me and right and cohen if it hadn't been for you guys i wouldn't be where i am today and i was like oh thank you very much and then six months later i asked him you know i texted him for a favor roger bennett his name yeah yeah and he goes to me what a twat! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we could pick, we should have another chat about that another day about the early days oh. of. Uh, in fact, let's do that. Let's do a show about the early days at Fox doing the Premier League, Nick. Because I think we have a lot of stories that our listeners would really appreciate. But look, it is Friday. It is Premier League preview time. Let's do what we do best. Let's do it after the break. Coming up, the Premier League pundits, previews, picks, and prognostication show. Don't go anywhere. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio. Look, we have a lot of matches to get to. Nick Eber, Nick Webster here with you on the Sports Byland Broadcast Network. We are, and Sirius XM, we are presented to you by betonline.ag. Caro Road, Nick. Norwich City. Big trouble. Terrible. Terrible. You know, I've applauded them from a business standpoint that they've had a approach and a plan and they've stuck with it over the last few seasons at Norwich, which is, you know, when we get promoted, we're not going to just go out and sign everybody we can. We're going to keep that lovely Premier League money. When we get demoted, we're going to put just enough into the side to get promoted again and we're going to keep that lovely parachute money. This season, though... It's not gone quite according to plan. They are, without a doubt, one of the worst teams I've ever seen in the Premier League, Nick. Oh, that's a little bit harsh. I, I mean, mean Sunderland they, they Sunderland the... at times were as bad. <laughs> they, they, they are a typical yo-yo team. They come up, they go down, they come up, they go down. Um, obviously, they got rid of Daniel Fark after winning his first game, which seemed a tad They told brutal. them to, fuck you, we're done. Fuck, <laughs> fuck. Uh, far off, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Dean Smith, though, is a bit of a relegation specialist. You know, he's a bit of a firefighter. So I think he's going to come in and, he, and he's going to maybe make Norwich a, a little tougher to beat. But Southampton, actually, have been quite the surprise package. And they keep on finding ways to go on little runs that gets them out of trouble. Yeah. So, and actually, one loss in the I, last five, Nick, for them, including three wins, yeah. which is really good for them. I actually like Southampton in this one. I know, I know we we uh, we just mentioned new manager bounce. Uh, we still don't have a sound effect for that, I guess. Boing, um, boing. Um, will Norwich get the new manager bounce? I don't think so because Dean Smith's not actually a new manager. You know, he he just basically he's just moved down the road to another team. So I don't think he he brings that same kind of oh, there's a new gaffer we've got right. to impress him kind of thing. All right. Um, so I'm going to go with the Saints. 1-0. I'm going to go with you on that 1-0 as well, Nick. Hate to agree with you, but I don't see Norwich winning this at all. All right, we've got to move faster a little bit. We've still got five matches. We've got about nine minutes, okay? So let's go Wolves-West Ham United. Uh, I am a bit in love with West Ham. I think David Moyes is terrific, uh, doing such a great job um, with the Hammers. Uh, they have only lost one uh, match in their last five. They've only lost two matches on the season. Uh, they are scoring goals at a prodigious rate, which is a bit of a shocker. Uh, and defensively is probably where they are weakest. But Wolverhampton Wanderers 
also having a good season coming off that 2-0 loss, though, away at Crystal Palace. Um, I am thinking this is away at Wolves, Nick. I think I might have to edge for this one a draw. How do you feel about this? Oh, I hate to agree with you. I really do. But yes, I'm going to go for the draw as well. Wolves have been in good form, uh, except for that defeat by Palace. And obviously, West Ham United uh, spanking Liverpool. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Spanking but uh, I, don't think, I don't think West Ham are going to go on the road every weekend and win. So I think uh, they'd be pretty happy with a draw. I'm going to go for a high-scoring draw, though. 2-2? Two, two? Two. Yeah, 2-2 two, is good. Uh, good. All right, next up, uh, Vicarage Road, Watford, Man United. Watford, uh, pretty much uh, awful. Uh, on the other hand, <laughs> Manchester United, at times, bloody awful as well. Only one win in the last five, coming off that 2-0 uh, embarrassment at home against Manchester City. I still have to like United over Watford on this one, even though it's away, Nick. I'm going to take United minus 200. No, I'm, I'm going to go completely reverse. I think, you know, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he can't ride out his luck forever. Uh, too many players away, didn't get time to work with them. Watford under the Tinker Man are always capable of a surprise result. I am going to go the Hornets 2, the Red Devils 1. Oh, very and nice, Nick. That will be the end of, of OGS. Yeah. yeah. And then Brendan Rogers will slide right on in there. Um, all right. The, but what, that sounds dirty, Nick. It does, rather. Uh, uh, well, maybe when he'll get a new wife when he moves to a new city again and new teeth again. Who, Brendan Rogers. Yeah. yeah. I know. He, he goes through them, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. All right. Let's go to Anfield. Uh, the big match of the weekend. Uh, a resurgent Arsenal football club who have put their travails of the early season behind them, now in fifth place, only uh, two, po- two points behind Liverpool in that fourth Champions League spot. Um, defensively, these, ty- these teams are almost very, very similar, but it's in the goal-scoring uh, it's it's in the uh, goal scoring department that Liverpool are scoring more than uh, two and a half times the number of goals that Arsenal are, and that has been their problem all season. Nick Webster, I like Liverpool for this one at Anfield. I'm going to take a minus two o five. Speak your mind, Webster. Well, you didn't mention that Arsenal had a sticky start to the season where they lost three on the bounce, and then they've been unbeaten since then. However, this is the first proper big test. And it is Liverpool, and it is against a rampant, hungry Mo Salah, who cannot, cannot stop scoring goals and finding the back of the net. So uh, it is at Anfield, and and typically Liverpool and Arsenal at Anfield is a corker of a game. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen some classics. I remember the uh, the four four where Arshavin scored four, which was just unbelievable. Um, the Champions League games where they've just banged in goals between them. Uh, so I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, but I do think the Reds of Liverpool will come out on top 3-1. I do too. I like Liverpool for this one. I think 3-1 is a good scoreline. I told you I picked Liverpool. So the over is 2.5 at plus 145. That's what we're talking about. We're going to take the over. Loads of goals in this one. We're doing really nicely for time, Nick. We have, uh, oh, about six or seven minutes left and we still have Manchester City Everton and Tottenham Leeds. Man City Everton is an interesting match because Rafa Benitez is under a lot of pressure at Goodison Park. This is not at Goodison, this is at the Etihad, but Rafa Benitez is under a lot of pressure as Everton really, uh, they had that little bounce when he came in, but they have not won in five matches including three losses. They uh, drew United, 
Uh, they lost to West Ham. Uh, they lost to Watford 5-2. They lost to Wolves 2-1. And they drew Tottenham 0-0. Very disappointing on this for this Everton side. They have had players out on international break as well, as, of course, have Man City. And I think Man City maybe will be turning a little bit of their attention back to the uh, Premier League. I know their all eyes are on the Champions League for them. But, you know, there is very little room for error in the Premier League. And if they want to compete and stay for their title run, they can't afford to drop silly, silly points uh, like they did uh, against Crystal Palace. Uh, I, I like Man City for this. Nick? Well, look, Everton are completely pants. And without DCL, they don't have any spear tip to their attack. And so it's kind of blunt. Uh, you know, I think City will walk away with this one. But the interesting thing for me is KDB, my most favorite player in the entire world, Kevin De Bruyne, right. is going to miss the game due to COVID-19. He's picked up the virus. And my my question to you, Nick, is with all these secure bubbles these players are in and the fact that they're getting tested repeatedly, it blows my mind that a world-class superstar can contract COVID-19. How is that possible? Because, you know, I'm out, I'm out in, in the world. I'm coaching, you know, I'm coaching kids right now. I'm surrounded by 30 kids at every practice and they're breathing and spluttering and coughing all over me. These kids are germ factories. I'm fine. Kevin De Bruyne has got COVID-19. How is that possible? Yeah, it is, it is surprising. Actually, we notice this in all the sports. I mean, uh, you know, where they're supposedly in bubbles and they get tested every five minutes and they've all been vaccinated. I, I think maybe, look, without getting into a political discussion or a medical one, and I'm neither a politician nor a doctor, uh, but it seems to me that COVID is now so prevalent in the world. This is probably a disease we're just going to have to learn to live with, Nick. Oh, yes, I know. I, I, to I totally get that. But I, I'm, I'm just really kind of baffled that... Uh, uh, a, a world-class player in what is probably a very secure bubble-ish type environment can contract COVID-19. So now Listen, he's gone for 10 days. Even the, best, um, even the best, most expensive cruise liner out there needs a bilge pump, Nick. Uh, you can't stop all the leaks. <laughs> yeah. All right. So City, Everton, what's your take? Oh, 3-0. 3-0. 3-0 to the City. All right. City. Minus 625 for City. Final match. <clears throat> At the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Tottenham Hotspur hoping to resurrect themselves uh, up against a Leeds United who are having a bit of a disappointing season, although they have lost only one in the last five. They did get a decent 1-1 against Leicester City uh, last match out. Not, the quite, uh, not the quite the same Leeds United we all loved so much last season. Same tactics. They're just not firing quite as well. Um, having said that, Tottenham... Really, a team in trouble uh, this season. They're, it's not that they've changed that much. It just seems their attention is elsewhere. Nick, we've got a minute and or so, so I'm going to ha hand this one over to you. I am going to take Spurs for the win here, though, at minus 135. You go ahead. Well, look, we've got Antonio Conte, new manager. Do we? Does it still count as new manager bounce two yeah, games in? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Oh, okay, new manager bounce. Sound effect. Bing, 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 bing. Yes, Antonio Conte is a masterful coach, okay? And, and as much as I love Mar Marcelo Bielsa, I think Conte is a coach that builds teams to win, okay? Not to entertain. Bielsa's more about entertaining. Yeah. Uh, the thing for Spurs, it comes down to two players for me. Harry Kane. Son and, yeah. son and Harry Kane. Uh, together last year, they were simply unstoppable. This year, they're not firing. Although Kane did fill his boots 
over the last week, smashing in six for England, two consecutive hat tricks. Yeah, Andorra uh, and San Marino, wasn't it? Yes. I now, mean, <laughs> Andorra and San Marino aren't Leeds United, yeah. but the confidence that Kane would have got from that. Conte's looking at him. He's going to push him further up the pitch. Spurs at home to Leeds United. I think it's 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 a classic game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go Tottenham three, Leeds two. All right, Tottenham three, Leeds two. Big another high-scoring game. All right, Nick. Uh, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll pick up Leicester, Chelsea, Aston Villa, Brighton, Newcastle, Brentford, Burnley Palace, uh, Norwich, Southampton. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more World Soccer Radio. All right, well, welcome back. Well, Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Don't forget to check us out on the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, whether that's uh, Google, Apple, Schmapple, Spotify, uh, Waterfy, whatever you have. Wherever you get your podcasts, you will find this show. Nick Gieber with you along with special guest Nick Webster. We are presented by betonline.ag. Before we get into it, I just want to apologize to all of our listeners uh, in our studios today, they are actually doing construction as we continue the expansion of the World Soccer Radio uh, enterprise, the global enterprise. Uh, so if you're hearing noises that sounds like uh, my stomach is objecting to the dinner I had last night, uh, you're not. Uh, that is actually them drilling and banging as they put more soundproofing in the new uh, uh, studio next door. So uh, apologies for that. Uh, we'll do the best we can today. And uh, just uh, ignore it, and I promise you I'm not dying a slow death. Nick Webster, we're ready to talk Premier League football. Oh, I love talking Premier League football, Nick. It's my favourite subject in the entire planet. Oh, good. Well, me too, I might add. Uh, And, you know, we have a cracking season on our hands, Nick, with a real honest-to-God title race going on, which is really nice. We've had them for the last few years, to be fair. Uh, a year here, a year there, Man City or someone will just run away with it. But it's been a really, really tight situation at the top of the table with Chelsea, Man City, West Ham, Liverpool running out the top four. And Arsenal, who were really struggling so poorly at the beginning of the season. And it looked like Mikel Arteta was going to be the next for the for execution. This We're talking about or somewhere around the end of August where uh, they were suffered a 5-0 defeat at the Etihad at the hands of Man City. Uh, they've not lost in the Premier League since Nick Webster, and that is eight matches unbeaten, and that is a very impressive number. They're playing Liverpool. That is probably the biggest match of the weekend. But let's start, shall we? Let's go down the list in order. Let's start with a league leaders, Chelsea Football Club, uh, facing off against a very, uh, shall we say, a, a big disappointment this season, which is Leicester City who have really not done well this season. Uh, Brendan Rodgers is being named publicly now as the potential handpicked successor for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer when or if he should leave. He is denying it. But uh, Nick Webster, Leicester City in 12th spot on the table. They are having some travails this season. Yes, it's it's actually quite strange to see Leicester down, down in 12th when they have uh, so much quality and obviously Playing Chelsea, this is a team that they uh, became very familiar with last season, beating them in the FA Cup, but then 
uh, the FA Cup final, but then unfortunately losing at Stamford Bridge a couple of days later to miss out on the Champions League once again. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, you, you, you say that he's on the hot seat for the OGS job at Old Trafford. I wonder if he's taking his eyes slightly off the ball. That's always a, a major concern when some of the big clubs come sniffing around. But I think any time you have, you have a team with Jamie Vardy, the old pit bull, the ferret, yeah. I think you're always in with the shout. Now, Chelsea, before the international break, surprising 1-1 draw against Burnley. Uh, and that was at Stamford Bridge. So I think Tuchel's got some work to do because he obviously wants to make sure that this three-point gap at the top of the table remains throughout the rest of the season. So they would be champions. I mean, they are the, they are the current Champions League champions. So I think this is actually a very big game for the Blues in terms of how they're going to move towards the all-important Christmas run-in. Uh, you know, you talk Jamie Vardy, Nick, and, and, you know, he was injured earlier on in the season, and they've had a couple of other injuries at Leicester City that have sort of stopped them. The one thing I've always said about Leicester is uh, they are a very thin squad in terms of talent top to bottom. Uh, they have a great starting eleven, but if you have to start going below that, they become decidedly average. Um, Jamie Vardy started slowly on the season, uh, and, you know, I think it's not so much Leicester having a very slow start to the season. I think you have to compound that with the fact that you had a bunch of other teams up there, uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, City, uh, West Ham, who are having incredible seasons. And that, I think, is why you see some of the gap. Well, you, t you talk about Vardy and, and his slow start. He's streaky. You know, he, he, yeah. he did start off slowly and then he went bang, bang, couple of goals, bang, bang. So he does have seven on the season. He's right up there with the top goal scorers. So he I is think, now. you know, Leicester yeah. rely on Vardy. If he does the business, I think Leicester might sneak this. I think Leicester are not going to sneak this, Nick. I think, uh, you know, Chelsea were held by Burnley for that point. Uh, dropped two points against uh, Burnley. Last match out uh, at the bridge. They have a lot of players that have been on international break. That's another thing to consider. Uh, I like, uh, this is at the KP. I don't think they're going to win it, but I like the draw, Nick. And at plus 265, uh, that's some pretty juicy money. You want to take uh, Leicester... City for the win, that's plus 385 on the money line. So you want the draw or you want the win, Nick? I actually want the win on this one. Uh, I'm going to go the win and the under. 1-0, the Foxes. 1-0. All right, I'm writing this down, by the way, so we can come back next week. Uh, maybe I'll get you on for a segment. We can review how you did, all right? Absolutely. Think of it, think of it like uh, your school report, okay? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Which to Villa Park. Well, let's go to Villa Park. Where next up is Aston Villa, Nick. And why is this a big match for Aston Villa, Nick? Steven well, Gerrard. Steven Gerrard. Gonna play Gerrard. He's gonna be taking his first match at the helm of Aston Villa. This is at home against a Brighton side that has had a terrific start to the season, uh, only uh, losing two matches. All season, they've become a bit of a, a draw specialist, Nick. And that is why I like the draw, despite Gerard's first game at the helm. How do you feel about this one? <laughs> well, look, Aston Villa have lost five on the spin, and that's why Dean Smith, unfortunately, uh, faced the executioner. Uh, so, he, you know, he, he moved off to uh, Norwich. We'll talk about him shortly. Yeah. Uh, Brighton are the draw specialists, as you as you rightly pointed out. I mean, I really like Brighton, actually. They play great football. Uh, I think Graham Potter's done a wonderful job 
down in the south, uh, was it southeast of England? Um, but the, the the problem with Brighton, and you kind of mentioned it with the with the Leicester team, there's not a lot of depth. Right. So you go beyond the first eleven, and you kind of start struggling a little bit. And I think that's where Brighton really kind of stubbed their toe. They need to spend some of this bloody money that the Premier League keeps generating and then handing on to the clubs, and they need to spend it on a top notch centre forward because the chances they miss, Nick. I've seen you play football, and you are utter crap. Yes, but you I would am. put them away. I thank. Oh, thank you. So, so well, you know, Gerard's only had a couple of weeks to, you know, I'm really not even a couple of weeks, probably seven days to work with the players, many of whom were on international duty. Uh, so, I think they would be very, very happy with a draw, and I'm going to go one-one. Nick, I'm going to join you on that prediction because the one thing that Villa don't have is a, any form of defence. Okay, the the uh, they have conceded more goals than every team, with the exception of Newcastle United and Norwich, and that is not a good statistic to be holding. Now, luckily for them, Brighton are not exactly prolific goal scorers, so I'm going to say this is a nil-nil draw, Nick. Uh, I'm going to take the nil-nil also, but I am going to take a draw with you. All right. So, what what are the odds on the draw? Plus 230 at betonline.ag right now, plus 230. So we're both in plus money on our first two picks. Leicester-Chelsea, we say, is a draw. Uh, Well, you say a Leicester win, I say a draw. Uh, um, uh, Aston Villa-Brighton, we both say a draw. Next up, Nick, Newcastle United. New owner, new money, same problem. New manager. They're going to be facing off against Brentford, one of my favorite teams so far this season in the Premier League. They've had a rough run, though, the last four matches, dropping four in a row. However, however, important to note, outside of the Norwich loss, which was a shocker, they lost to Chelsea, Leicester, and Burnley. So I'm not sure that we can read too much into that. This is a promoted team against a team that is surely uh, slated for the relegation zone, Nick. Um, I have to tell you, I'm going to be a little boring here, Nick, really. Uh, I am going to say, uh, well, actually, did I make him? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good here. I'm going to say that um, this is at St. James's Park. I, a new manager at the helm of Newcastle. Brentford are defending in a, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're not bad. They've conceded 14 goals, which really, given for the fact that their promoted team is pretty good, I might take another draw, Nick. How are you feeling about this one? Well, I think the Bees have lost four on the bounce, so the uh, new, newly promoted look is that the Sheen's wearing off them. I really fancy the new manager bounce. Yes. Okay. Dun, dun, right. dun. You should have a noise effect, actually, a sound effect for the like new it. manager bounce. Because like um, Eddie Hill comes boing. in. I think he's, he's a great, great young manager. Really good ideas. I think St. James's Park is going to be absolutely bouncing. Uh, just, just think, you know, they've got rid of Ashley. They've got rid of Bruce. They've got all this lovely Saudi dirty money. And now they've got this young, fresh manager eddie howe who is progressive he's intelligent newcastle are gonna go rampant nick i'm gonna go newcastle united three Ooh. rentford one well so, I, 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 I i like i like your reasoning nick and i might actually join you i might switch over and go with you on that one uh you've sold me and plus 165 at betonline.ag i like the odds i'm going to go with you for the newcastle win
You see, I'm just a bandwagoner, Nick. All right. <laughs> well, it's a good job you have me on the show because I actually have some like uh, stats and some vision and you know all, yeah. all, all the good things that a that a guest pundit should have. Well, I know, and it's good to have you on, Nick Burnley, Crystal Palace. Um, you know, Palace are an interesting side. They have they had a uh, I suppose a slow start to the season is a bit of an understatement, but they talk about draw specialists. This is a team that absolutely. Uh, the top draw specialist in the Premier League right now with six draws on the season. Um, having said that, they have only lost two all season. That was against Liverpool and that was against Chelsea. Uh, Crystal Palace are looking quite good and they have won the last two in a row. They're coming up against a Burnley side that is, well, one shot short of just bloody awful. Uh, they w- did win their only match of the season against Brentford, of all people. That was a 3-1 thumping. Burnley in that relegation vortex with eight points. I have to take Palace away here, Nick, at plus 165. How do you feel about this? Yeah, that'd not be a bad shout, actually. Although Burnley are unbeaten in their last three. And like we said, they did pick up a very valuable point at Stamford Bridge. And Burnley traditionally starts slowly. However, you know, we're looking at a Palace team that is coming off uh, a great result in uh, Manchester, beating Manchester City, which was quite amazing. They followed that up with another great performance at home. So Patrick Vieira is really changing things around. And I have to give a shout out to Conor Gallagher. He's uh, on loan from Chelsea. He's in my my uh, FBL fantasy team right now, and he's really doing the business. Uh, he made his England debut this uh, this past few days ago against San Marino. Palace really riding the crest of a wave. I think they're going to go to Burnley. I think they're going to do the business. We're going to go 1-0 Crystal Palace. All right, 1-0 Crystal Palace for Nick. I'm going to agree with him on the 1-0. All right, we are – well, that's going to wrap it up, folks. And, uh, I, you know, I, I – there's so many great matches, so if you missed any of our predictions, don't worry. I'm going to wrap it all up right after the break. I'm going to read every single one of the ten matches we've given you. Stay with us here. World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. Just a couple of minutes left. Nick Webster and Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. Um, that Iggy, that's Iggy Pop. No fun. You'll be having a lot of fun in the Premier League uh, this weekend. Nick Webster, let's should we recap our picks in case anybody missed them? Oh, absolutely. I'd love re- recapping picks. All right, Leicester, Chelsea. I said Leicester. Uh, I said draw. Nick, you said Leicester City for the big upset. Uh, I think of the weekend. You still okay with that one? Yeah, absolutely. I, I really fancy the Foxes to uh, push Tuchel's nose out of place. All right, little Tuchling. Okay, to Tuchel the tick, Tickle the Tuchel. Okay, Aston Villa, Brighton, and Villa Park, we both have a draw. Newcastle, Brentford at St. James's Park, we both have a Newcastle winning, putting some more points on the board, a 3-1 scoreline. Burnley, Palace. Nick, I had Palace to win. I think you did too uh, for a 1-0 scoreline, Correct. Yes, I, I, I like Palace. I, I, as I said, Conor Gallagher, I've got, kind of got a bit of a man crush on him at the moment. Oh, naughty. All right. Uh, Norwich City, Southampton. The Canaries continue to suffer in the coal mine. Southampton, we say, will get the win at Carrow Road. We both agree on that. Uh, Wolves, West Ham at Molyneux. We are both there for the draw. Uh, plus 235. Once again, all odds 
courtesy of betonline.ag. Uh, Watford, Man United at Vicarage Road. I think United will get the win here at minus 200. Nick goes with the second upset of the weekend, says Watford will win plus 550. Certainly pays better than my United win, that's for sure. Uh, Liverpool, Arsenal at Anfield. We both agree Liverpool should win this one with a big scoreline. We say take the over. Once again, all odds at betonline.ag. Man City, Everton at the Etihad. We're both with you. We're both there with Man City. No point in betting that one at minus 625. And finally, uh, Tottenham leads. Uh, we say Antonio Conte gets, I believe, his first win, Nick. Yes. Well, his first win in the Premier League. He did win in the uh, yes, Europa League the other that day. that is true. All right, folks. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Nick Webster, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on this week. I know our listeners have appreciated it. Uh, we'll touch base with you briefly next week and see how our picks went. Have a great weekend, Nick. Thank you. All right, and you out there, enjoy the football. Be sure to tune in on Monday. This is World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag. Berlin is coming up on the left hand side. Headlights shining, driving rain on the winter frame. Little young lady started stitching her ride. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.